0: Hey, welcome to Hot Takes. I'm your host James Scott here to analyze anything and everything interesting. Let's dig into today's topics. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. So we got we got a a little bit of a, a interesting topic to talk on. Uh, so. I think, you know, let's get this out of the way because we can break down, you know, things. Oh, you want to bring it up first? I just, I I just, I I want to get into this. He's done. He's done. He can hold it in. How long have I been talking (laughs) about how much I hate the Astros, the the players on the Astros for cheating? I mean, we started recording this when, like, I I think that this has been two years. Yeah, of where I've just of been this podcast, and ep- I think that almost every single episode, four episodes a month, you have had to say something about your hatred for the Astros. I it, yeah, yeah. I, you know, as a baseball fan, I have a hard time not hating them. You know, you don't take a a sacred institution like the World Series. Everything else has been broken in baseball. You know, steroids and all that. Everything else has become, you know, it went from a sacred institution to something that's just, you know, another year and, you know, okay, well, they did this, but you know, they did that because of this, and da da da. Whereas a World Series was your whole team work has to work together. Has to work together to stop teams of players, 30 of them, 29 other ones. You gotta stop them all. That that's sacred right there. So being able to take something like that and make it questionable whether the team did it legitimately instead of, well, they did it, you know, maybe the other team has that guy or that team has that guy, but this team worked together and got a championship. So for me, you know, taking something that's that sacred and, 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 and just defiling it um, through something that is so clear to know is wrong. I mean, I don't think who on it doesn't take very many brain cells to realize that if you know what pitch is coming before it comes, you're going to have a, 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 a much, a much better chance than the other team. Who's doesn't have a system like that. It's, it's, it's silly. You know, when you're playing in the backyard, you know, and you, you want to, you know, you want to hit the ball, you know, past, you know, your, your, Playground set, you know. You want you want to hit it, you know, off the wall or something like that. Hopefully, you don't send it into the other yard. You you say, "Hey, Dad, throw me a curveball. I want to try hitting a curveball." This is the equivalent of of that, but from someone who's actually trying to compete against you. Sure, you know, still you're trying to hit a baseball, but it it it's like you're playing in backyard bowl and you're just asking your dad, "Hey, you know, can can you specifically throw this pitch for me?" It's like it's. It's cheap, it's it's uh, it's awful. There's there's no way around it. It's them cheating has ruined something permanently in the game that I felt was the last thing that hadn't been ruined. So it's hard for me to not talk about them in in, in the way that I have. However, looking back, almost every single member of the cheating team has kept their head down since the cheating and just kind of went about their business. Um, Like, I can't say that, you know, George Springer is not a flashy player or that Alex Bregman doesn't like celebrating or that Altuve is in any way, someone who doesn't, you know, irritate you because of how effective he is at, you know, just playing the small ball game and, you know, you can, you can pitch him great and he'll still hit you, you know, But there's a difference between playing the game like that and publicly talking about uh, the cheating so flippantly that it doesn't – it's clear that you don't regret it. And the only player on the team that has been that outspoken about being perfectly okay with telling people who are calling him out, calling his team out for cheating like Cody Bellinger did, Telling them that they that they should shut up because they don't know enough. You know? Um, I have I've never seen behavior from a professional athlete who knew that they did something wrong that nobody else was doing, and almost seemed proud of it, defending it, defending that you were seemingly that that he was okay with the fact that they did that. And we're I'm talking about Correa here. And I'll also say this. I was perfectly fine with Correa on the Yankees. And we've talked about this in plenty podcasts where, you know, the Astros had been walking over the Yankees year after year, after year, after year. And, you know, I've talked about how the Yankees for years on years have been kind of wusses. They haven't been the type of guy, guys who who are engaged in the game and fired up and all of those types of things. Part of the reason why I really liked that they added Rizzo and Donaldson. They bring that type of confidence, that leadership, that, that fire. Um, and it did very, that worked very well for us for a lot of the year when everybody was healthy. Um, but part of the reason why I was okay getting Correa was having a guy with that personality who was from the Astros, there's not going to be any intimidation. And if he's going off on them with his, you know, exuberance I guess <laughs> uh it gets underneath other team skins and if the Yankees have that advantage over the Astros then once again they're the best team in the American League because the Astros have been that pillar if, if if you know the Yankees have been two for years on end now right behind the Astros they can't defeat them they can't make it by them so I was I was at this point okay you know what Whatever it takes to slay the giant, you know what I mean. Uh, I'll, I'll take adding somebody who I know I hate, because I'm done. I'm 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 done dealing with it. I'm never going to end up rooting for Correa, even if he was a Yankee. Not going to root for him. However, I'm going to root for the Yankees, and if the Yankees win versus the Astros, cool. That's what mattered. So I, I'm not going to say that you know. This happening, you know, is, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm one of these people where I'm perfectly okay with uh, a player being a, a jerk, right? If you're winning, if, he, if he's going to help you win, okay? And I've watched teams that have had A-Rod on them when A-Rod was a jerk during the years where he was a jerk. And I've been okay with it if the team wins. However, there's a difference between having somebody on your team who's a jerk and having your team cheat. So if Correa is not cheating and he's a jerk and he's on my team, as long as he's not still cheating, I'm fine with it if it helps us win. Specifically, if it helps us win versus a team that has been cheating the Yankees, out of multiple championships, I will take what I can to just beat beat this team to get underneath uh, uh, those the, the Astros fans, you know, skin because I've been hearing nothing but you know we suck, you know, you, you know we always dominate your team, da, da 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 da, with total indifference to the fact that two of the years they dominated us, they cheated us out of championships. So, like I said, I am willing underneath conditions like that to be okay taking somebody who is an irredeemable cheater just to be to defeat a team of who have fans who defend that type of cheating. I, I think it's absolutely disgusting that there are fans that defend that type of thing. So whatever it takes to to, to slay the giant, whatever it takes to 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 beat them, I'm fine with. That being said, as an individual, if you're gonna act like that after breaking the most sacred rules in baseball, the last one, the last, if you're gonna act like that, there's going to be karma. It's not like you're you're cheating in one or two games, or da, 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 da. you cheated, you cheated out of a championship. It's not like the 1919 White Sox. Where they threw the World Series, like purposefully losing, they purposefully lost. I mean, that definitely, you know, messes with the institution of, of, of the World Series. That being said, you can still say, well, they gave up. You know, maybe the best team didn't win, maybe the best team did win. But the team that threw it lost. So the title is still not tarnished. Well, they tarnished the title, they won. So if you're going to have someone on your team who is by far the most outspoken person defending actions like that, that destroys such a sacred institution, karma is coming for you. And I think that that's the case. Anytime you destroy something that millions of people would find sacred, Uh, it's not a small thing. It's not a small thing. Um, and now, this is a very long-winded way of getting around to saying this. Carlos Correa, as has been announced by Michael Kay. And you know, Michael Kay, he's not someone who just says stuff. You know, Michael Kay is, is is knowledgeable enough where he's at a point in his career where I think he's at the best point he's ever been. He questions uh general managers openly, he questions managers openly. He doesn't, you know, uh cheap out on on what questions he's openly willing to talk to these guys about, which I think is a very rare quality in an announcer. Most announcers, they don't have the job security that Michael K does, and Michael K is taking advantage of that. He announced, and I quote, the Mets felt he had three or four years at best before they thought that the ankle was going to go, Correa's ankle. If it goes, he's not going to play again. The surgery would be to correct it so he would have a normal life. So initially, Correa was going to get a 13-year contract to play for the San Francisco Giants. Then the medicals scared them away. So the Mets came in, and they were like, well, we're going to give you a 12-year contract so that you are all of a sudden like, nah, I'm not going to go to the Giants. I'm not going to keep talking to them. Then the Mets look at his medicals, and they're like, nah, we're not, we're not about it either. So then the Twins last year, the team he was with last year, they end up giving him a six-year contract. So he goes from a 13-year deal within like a month to a six-year deal. This is why. Because the medicals that the Giants saw, the medicals that the Mets saw showed that he's got a, a couple more years, three or four years, like like you said, left. On his leg, on his ankle. And then once the ankle goes out, not only is he done with baseball, but the type of surgeries that he would be getting would be so that he could have, and I quote, a normal life. What that tells me is he's gonna play on this for the next six years. It's gonna go out about halfway, a little bit further than that, along. And not only will he have to basically retire on the spot, a la Prince fielder, um, but he might have to get surgery on it so that he can keep walking normal. I, I you know that's S- awful. I was about to say sad, sad that, that is that is awful to happen to any human being. however, if I was waiting your, for it. So if you waiting. make your bed, if you make your bed, you better sleep in it. You know, it, 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 it's, you know, it's like, obviously a much lesser version of this comparison, but it's like you have somebody legitimately, you know, commit an awful crime, and they go to jail for years, and it's like, oh man, it's so sad a human being is going to jail. It's like yeah, they committed a crime. And in this case, Correa committed a crime. He just got away with it because of the structures of our society and our institutions make it so that for any sort of sporting activity, no matter how awful it is, if it's related just to the rules of the sport, you're obviously not going to be charged with anything. However, I I believe in, in, in karma or, you know, the energies of the universe, you know, pluses, minuses, you know. I believe in these types of things. If you do something awful, something awful is coming for you. And he did something awful, something that ruined something that was sacred to millions of people. And not only did he do it, he bragged about it. And to the point where fans of that team felt comfortable defending the championship of that year karma was coming karma came he's going to have three four more seasons and i hope he retires before it goes i don't want to see somebody not be able to uh, have a normal rest of their life walking around and walking's kind of it's kind of an essential activity you know um especially for somebody who was once an athlete maybe you want to i don't know train your kids you know or just be involved at all in that type of capacity. Um, So like, you know, it, it, it feels like it's almost like an awful human being thing to say, like, you know, karma, you know, karma came for him. I'm not happy someone's suffering. However, if you do something and you get away with it and it's that awful, something's coming for you. And something certainly came for Carlos Correa uh and honestly i think the the best way i can i can say it is probably like this you have a man a boy at the time who was capable of doing anything off of his own ability and he decided to take the easy way out he went the wrong way people do that and it's a sad thing and the baseball gods as they say came down and said well you messed up kid And not only did you mess up, but you didn't atone for it. So, kind of sad to say, but, you know, it makes me feel like the entire Astros saga has come full circle. You know, Um, players who used to have a reputation have had it tarnished. Um, But because they kept their head down, that's all that happened. And in fact, in Bregman's case, in Springer's case, And in Altuve's case, they are still performing at some of the best levels of their entire careers. And Yuli Gurriel, he got a legitimate World Series ring last year. Now, I don't know if he's ever going to have a job again. But, you know, despite having cheated his way into a ring, uh, he was one of the best players in Cuba, really in Cuban history. So seeing him get a legitimate championship, good for him. You know, whereas the other guys, they're actually really good players. Well, Yuli's not really a good player anymore, but he got a legitimate championship, so good for him. In fact, the other ones did too. You know, I I, got to give credit. The Astros were the best team in the big leagues this last season. Um, And they didn't cheat from what we know. Um, But Correa, he was not with this Astros team. Correa did not get a legitimate championship. And now Correa is suffering in more ways. You know, he could have gotten a world-changing contract. Nobody gets 13 years. And now he has a six-year contract, which he's probably not going to even be able to finish. The punishment is that he's not going to be able to properly teach his kids how to play baseball. So you do what you do, and... Uh, karma comes for you. I don't really think I have much else to say because I don't want to go too harsh on a guy who, you know, this is serious. You do what you do and you get what you get. Exactly. And I think that's about as, as clean cut as we can put it. Not happy that a human being is suffering, but this is why you don't do these things. Something will come for you. And he did these things. He made the choices that he made. It's very sad. It's infuriating for everybody else, but in, a, in an individual it's unbelievably sad. I remember, this, this is the craziest thing, okay? I've been watching Carlos Correa since he was 16 years old. I remember watching him at 16, the first video that I'd ever seen of him. And I was just like, my goodness, look at his footwork. You didn't see people at that age who were that tall and like had the frame like that who had footwork like that. You know, athleticism, footwork is everything. You can be strong and you can be fast, but if you don't have the right footwork, it's just going to be straight line speed. It's got to be one use power. It's, it's sad. Man. It's really sad he never needed to cheat. He, he could have been. I mean, if this didn't happen, if, if this ankle thing wasn't, wasn't the case, he could have been considered, you know, one of the 50 best players of all time if he had kept up the level of performance for the next, you know, even seven years. doesn't even have to be the full 13. And uh, he might play four more seasons, maybe five. He's not going to finish out the contract, I don't think. Because that's serious. I that's mean, sad, and that would hurt me. That would that hurt it, me if I wasn't going to finish out a season that I started. Psh. I mean it it it's for for me, the saddest part is that it's not just that this is gonna stop him from being able to play baseball. It's that if you're gonna break something that's a, a institution that is gonna be long term, the punishment is long term. You know, you're gonna do something that ruins things for that many millions of people, millions of kids. Think about how many of these kids we're fans of the Dodgers or fans of the Yankees and they were growing up and you know, they're, they're going to the ball game with their dad or, you know, my, my dad just passed. And thankfully me and him got to see a world series championship in 2009. Um, but if I hadn't seen that with him and I know that my team would have won the world series in one of the two seasons that the Astros cheated and then my dad passed like he did, if I had not had that experience. And, you know, those championships had been robbed with that experience. If I had not, if I had had a chance of watching a world series championship Yankee team with my dad and didn't have that, you know, did, didn't get to watch that. And, you know, he passed and I didn't get to watch that because they, they were cheated out of it. I mean, that is unforgivable. And I there's got to be situations like that, and similar to that for millions of people, or at least hundreds of thousands. So if you're going to destroy something like that in so many people's lives and then be so flippant about it and be okay with it, then something like this is going to happen. I mean, like I said, he's not going to be able to play ball with his kids, you know, unless he walks away from the game. Before this injury kicks in. So. It's basically. You know in his hands. You know how he wants to go about this. But. um, It is. The fall of Correa. Is one of the saddest things. That. um, Given this information. That I've seen in in modern baseball. You have a, a kid. Who could do anything. And he did. He didn't need to cheat. He did he didn't need to defend it and be completely okay with it and teach his whole fan base that that could be even defended in any sort of way. Um, he had a lot of opportunities to turn back. Very sad. Very, very sad. All right. Well, that's the first thing that I wanted to talk about today. Um, just made it through. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, so uh, we'll probably have to put the second part in a in a part two. Yeah, it's going to be part two. Yes, a part two. So check in for part two. We're going to be talking about the different changes that have gone on with regards to the catcher list. Um, and then later on this week we're going to also cover you know a few other positions and, and and finish that series out over the next couple of weeks before spring training starts. Um, but yeah, check in for the next one. We're going to be talking about. Uh, The differences on the catcher list. We'll see you on the next one. We'll see you on the next one. Let's go. Let's go.